Sound great today, James. Thank you. I I was told that people don't look highly up to you if you speak in a very high pitched voice. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. You have to speak. You know. So Nick Morgan wrote about this in the book Power Cues. You ever read that? Never read it. He basically said research shows if you speak one quarter above the bottom end of your vocal range, so yeah. you have a low range yeah. and a high yeah. range, yeah. and if you speak one quarter above like the low range, then you dominate the room. Like mm. that's the power. Like if you're like imagine. Um, your kid running to the be- he's on the beach and he's running towards the ocean and you want him to slow down you would say slow down like you would be like a little bit lower than you usually are alright uh, do you buy it? I do why? what's the evidence? I can't quote the exact study but there's studies showing that people speak there's an actor in the room who's speaking at different mm-hmm. tones and then people are polled afterwards mm-hmm. who was like the leader of the room that you know or which suggestion everybody posed suggestions which suggestion was picked and it was the person who spoke one quarter above his bottom range or mm. her bottom range on, on the whole might however the voice correlate to something else like height looks authority etc are you saying that anybody the short ugly guy could go in interestingly and they yep. did take into account all these things including assigning leadership roles Mm -hmm. in the room, and even that didn't count. So all we've got to do is speak a little lower, you're saying. We have to compete with each other on that. Now, James, did you have a question for me? Yes. So the question is, and this might be related, Mm. um, what business lessons can be learned from the success of the Kardashians? (laughs) And there was an interesting answer but but what what would you say is, what what business lessons do you take out of the Kardashians? Because clearly, no matter what we say or make fun of them or whatever, they're a huge business success. So I think I'm a great person to ask this question too because... You used I, to date Kim. <laughs> because I know probably less about the Kardashians than I'm guessing 99% of Americans. So I know that they exist. I don't mean to be snobby. It might sound snobby. I'm just not, I don't know, it's just not you a thing. You elitist exactly. New Yorker. But <laughs> so... Um, when I was in L.A. not that long ago with um, my daughter, I took her there for fun. And she's just someone I, who I knew would love California. And, um, and I took her with the provision that she would promise never to move there just because I don't want her that far away. And unfortunately, she totally fell in love with California right away. Who would not? I actually think if not for the taxes and the earthquakes, California mm. is clearly – the best state in the world. California's a good state and the food is amazing and, you know, there's obviously a lot going for it. So, but anyway, as we were just going around LA, you know, uh, seeing some friends and family and meeting people and doing stuff, da 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 she just really wanted to go to the Kardashian store, which I don't know what it's called, right? They have a store? Does anybody know? Yeah, yeah, they sell like uh, clothing, I think. Right, they sell clothing. They have their own clothing lines. And what was interesting to me is... um, my daughter, Anya, she didn't really know that much about the Kardashians either. She didn't know all the, you know, family stuff from the show. But she assumed that they were like the greatest business titans there were. So like if you were to give her multiple choice, like Rockefeller, Jobs, Gates, whatever, Kardashian, Kardashian to her would be easily the most powerful business person ever because she'd made this impression that even though like someone like my wife might consider it trashy, my daughter thought it's like the apogee of perfect business. If you think about it, she's not like compared to all the other names you mentioned, the Kardashians have had like almost a straight up line in business success. Like I can't think of a point where they kind of 
had a, a down year, whereas everybody else you mentioned well, had real severe but down many, periods. But how, but how long have they been going? Only 15 years? Yeah, let's say 15 years. Okay, so where's most of the money come from? Well, I think we don't really know everything, but definitely the reality TV shows, mm-hmm. they make an enormous amount of money. The clothing lines, they make an enormous amount of money. How, they, how do we know the clothing lines make a lot of money? Well, because they're opening up stores all in every major city. You and I could open up stores in every major city, too. doesn't mean I, we're making any money. I, I can't. I don't have. I can't open up. No one's sure going to no give me money to open up stores in every major you city. You could open up a backgammon store. It'd be very hot. <laughs> that would be a huge success. Um, all right, but um, so all right. Well, let and, me and, and, and people people pay the, all of the Kardashian sisters, and I know this because I've tried to do this. People pay them to tweet about their products. Mm-hmm. So so they make money on. Wait, like, you've tried to get them to tweet you. There there is like an agency which will broker. Tweets, right? And so I've tried to have them. I've tried to have like Courtney Kardashian, not even like the top Kardashian. I've tried to have Courtney Kardashian tweet my blog, and it costs like a lot of money. How much? I can't remember the price, but it was over ten thousand dollars. Really? For a tweet, and she has to say that she was paid to do it. That's the law, right? That is the that is the law. So uh, why did you want her? And what was and was no, it a particular blog post? I didn't really want you were her. Just she shopping was, generally. Yeah, she was the one like available. I obviously would want Kim first. So wait, so, so wait, if you're saying you didn't want her and she was available, why didn't you get her to do it? It was too much money? I didn't like the fact that she had to say she was paid because then it's worthless. Steven, I got to take a bathroom break, so why don't you just read this ad? <laughs> <laughs> your credit score has a huge impact on your finances and can affect what you might pay for credit card interest, home, auto loans, and student debt. So, do you know the most important number in your life? Luckily, Credit Karma is here to make knowing and understanding your credit score easier. With Credit Karma, there's no catch. Everything on their site is free, no credit card required. They even have an app, so you don't even need your computer to check your scores. So, don't pay for your credit score. With Credit Karma, you can see your credit score right now, absolutely free. Just text the offer code, which is the word question, to 89800 to download the free Credit Karma app and get started. You'll also get free tips and suggestions to help you manage your credit, free credit monitoring, and free alerts when your score changes. Again, just text the offer code, which is the word question, to 89800 to download the free app and start learning more about the most important number in your life today. Okay, so what are the are there any answers there on Quora about Yeah, I this one guy says that Kim Kardashian first had a unique selling proposition, which was her initial sex tape with Ray J. So I don't I've never who's Ray seen, J? That's a some rapper who's like total B-list celebrity, but it instantly elevated her to be kind of like a B-plus list celebrity. Was the sex tape good? I have never seen it. Mm. So, so, but she became famous very, off that. Very good denial, I have she, to say. She, she, she was on Paris Hilton's show as kind of like a friend of a friend before Paris that. Paris Hilton had a, sh- a TV show? Yeah, Paris Hilton what had. What's it called? I don't know. It was with Nicole Richie. Uh, so she was like D-list, but the sex tape moved her up to like B-list. And then she used that to build like this huge social network on like Twitter and Facebook and whatever else, YouTube, I guess. And she used that to the, and then she stayed in touch with her fans. So she started communicating with her fans. She leveraged that into a reality show. She leveraged the reality show into promoting brands and then to opening up stores. And 
So yeah. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. How do you know all this? Well, I'm reading it off the answer. Oh, right no, here. but you're not you're not reading now. You're just talking to me. You know so much about the history of the Kardashians and how they intersect with Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. I, and I like, think I, I love that you know so much about something that I know so little about. No. I think I do follow things that are huge phenomena in social media. Like how did somebody People always say Kim Kardashian has zero talent. So how did somebody with zero talent oh, get so that's tens of millions of followers and probably a hundred million dollar empire? I mean, they, hey, so let me ask you. They a question. have like maybe ten reality shows now so, around them. So let me ask you a question. Let's pretend that we go back fifty years or a hundred years. Do you think that it's harder to have that kind of notoriety and celebrity and fame with less now than before? In other words, has social media or media generally created a kind of leverage? Well, let's look, at, let's look at an example. Okay. Okay, P.T. Barnum. He himself did not have any particular talent or skill um, except for finding all of these peculiar type of things yeah, that he could travel around with. That's him. casting. Casting is hard, actually. But then he worked it. Like, he had to travel around the world with this cast right. as opposed to her. She's central in L.A., but she can use social media to engage with an entire world of who are now her fans and then use reality TV again to engage in an entire world, which, you know, if you were running 10 different TV shows that are all in their 10th season, that's, you know, 50 to $100 million right there. So let me ask you this. Let's say you're acting as some mentor in a tech incubator, right? Mm -hmm. And that a bunch of people come to you or one person comes to you and he's got some new medical device or some new software for, you know, water purification or something, 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 something. And and you say, you know what? You know, you're going to get the same kind of advice from every VC and private equity guy and so on, but I'm going to give you something different. I'm going to give you something you're not going to get from any of them. I'm going to give you the business lessons that I've learned from the Kardashians. So okay. what, would, what would you tell this person? First off, I would not give lessons. I would give examples. Mimi Icon has something like 2 million YouTube followers. You've probably never heard of her. Uh, she talks about beauty tips and motivation. She's very beautiful, and all of her YouTube videos gets hundreds of thousands of views. Underneath her YouTube videos is just a link to her website. She doesn't. She never talks about her website. It's just a link to the website. And they make well over seven figures a year in profit selling hair products on her website just by people link, seeing her on YouTube and then clicking on the website, even though she never mentions once the website. And they have no ads on the YouTube channel or anything. But she then leveraged that, and she communicates with her fans all the time in the comments and on her blog and so on. She leveraged that into finding a cheap product, which she bought cheap and she sells more expensive on her website, and now she's built up an empire. that's nice and good for her, but that doesn't sound like I can transfer that to my medical device or water purification Well, it, it, it depends. If you had a medical product, you would have to show YouTube after YouTube of how to use it to either live longer or get more fit or have a striking thing happen in a YouTube video and do many. Persistence is important here as well, by the way. So you have to is, do like 50 videos or more to get that initial traction. So this is all assuming, however, that there's room for everyone to succeed. No, I'm not assuming that. People always say that, oh, if everybody followed your advice, then no one would work at a job. It's never going to be the case that everyone's going to follow anything. So I'm just saying this is what these people did, and it all happens to be the exact same formula, and I do think it's one formula for success. You don't have to have a sex tape. Mimi Icon didn't have a sex tape. 
Casey Neistat doesn't have a sex tape, but they just did all these YouTube videos. They had a unique message. Does James Altucher have a sex tape? I don't have a sex tape. That you, you know, know of? Maybe in a week or two, who knows? <laughs> but I'll have to talk my wife into it. Um, but uh, this is- All right, let me ask you a question. If, if I could do a sex tape, would I release it? No. <laughs> Be too embarrassing for me. That was not my question, but I like that Three-second sex tape. If, <laughs> if you have a sex tape, and it gets uh, a lot of traction. Um, how do you monetize it? I think you do the same thing. What we only know of like Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton, right? Who did the famous sex tapes, and they both did the same thing. They built up a huge social media following. They turned that into a reality TV show. They turned that into clothes and colognes and all, and stores and all this kind of stuff. And they built up a ten to hundred million a year empire. So that's that's your that's your that's, that's your my plan. advice for the sex tape people. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know what our next question of the day is? We'll tell you about it in a minute. Don't let today end without seeing your credit score. Thanks to Credit Karma, you get it for free. Text the offer code QUESTION to 89800 to download the free app so you can start learning more about the most important number in your life. You'll get free tips and suggestions to help you manage your credit, free credit monitoring, and free alerts when your score changes via app or computer. With Credit Karma, you can see your credit score right now, absolutely free. Just text the offer code QUESTION to 89800 to download the free Credit Karma app and get started. Coming up next time on Question of the Day. Let's say you're trying to remember the names of everybody at a party. If you try to put extra emotional hooks on right. their name. so for Hi, this- Luke. I don't like you at all. You make me want to puke. Luke. Question of the Day is produced and mixed by David Herman with Allison Hockenberry and Greta Cohn.